Welcome to DFL, Dying for Likes. Al Jackson, Sam Shocker, you probably know us from DBL. Yes, we D- like to keep people confused. All <laughs> right. DFL, DBL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DBL is, is Daily Blast Live. If you're not watching, it's a talk show that Al and I host. It's really fun all over the nation. Make sure you check our listings at uh, dailyblastlive.com to see when we play in your city. Okay, Al, these are two really tragic stories, recent stories. Uh, I just want to preface all of this that we talk about this again with respect because I can only imagine how these two individuals' loved ones are currently dealing with the trauma of losing. We're going to talk about two people who lost their lives due to trying to get that perfect selfie. So it does happen. So I know when people say things like, oh, you know, when you're walking across the street on your phone, you could get hurt. No, those things really do happen. And I'm going to give you two cases about people trying to get a cool selfie shot and it costs them their lives. Uh, So first and foremost, uh, our deepest, and I say this sincerely, thoughts go to those individuals if they ever come across this. And may this be a cautionary tale and may uh, these two individuals rest in peace. So we're going to first start with Sophia Chung, 32 years old. This happened in July of 2021. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just about a year and some change ago. And Sophia was known as a, you know, a substantial influencer. Uh, She didn't have millions of followers, but she did have thousands of followers. And she was known on her social media for very risky adventures. Okay. Also very beautiful, risky adventures was, would often kind of like her, when you look at some of these influencers, they have like branded photos. Her branded photo was hanging off of a cliff. Oh my She had many photos of her successfully capturing these terrifying risky adventures and successfully being able to go home and 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 post about it this one did not uh end that way uh this took place in hong kong this was at a really scenic stream but it was a stream with like a cliff right near it Mm. um what had happened was she went there with three of her friends They took a day trip to this scenic stream and their whole goal was for her to get photos for her Instagram of her hanging off. And it was, I believe, a 16 foot deep pool. Uh, So it had a steep drop and then a really deep pool underneath it, if you can envision it. okay. I want to try and paint the picture for you. I'm sure she saw this as like the perfect photo to post on her Instagram. So what had happened was she did what she typically does to try and hang off the end of it to get that perfect shot. And she lost her footing or whatever it was her hand. I don't know the the exact details because it doesn't go into it, but what had happened is she did fall off that steep drop, tumbled into that 16 foot deep pool. Her friends, of course, immediately called emergency services. I can't imagine what they must have been thinking. The first responders got there very quickly, rushed to the scene. She was taken to a nearby hospital uh, in Hong Kong, and she was pronounced dead on the scene. Um, I'll get into more details, but I just want to hear your initial reaction to that. This is someone who's young. This is someone who's trying to keep up with the Joneses, but this is someone who also had a brand of doing this. Right. I mean, this is somebody that I I think when people, I'm 45, when we talk about social media, we look at it as something like, hey, here's a picture of my kids or here's something cool I did. And, you know, even if you're getting five or 600 likes or a thousand likes, you're not a person that's usually doing this like, oh, I'm going to quit my day job and this is going to be what I do. When a young Sam Shocker, young Al Jackson started doing comedy, started in television, this was what we were going to do. 
when you think about somebody that's 22, she's that, 32, but right, still, yeah, excuse me, yep, 32. Yep. When you think about somebody that's 32, she wasn't just taking these pictures for her friends. She had a brand. She One, did. she was attractive. Yep. So she's going to pull in people from there. And two, like women will look at her and be like, she's a badass. She's a leader. She doesn't uh, let people tell people what women can and can't do or shouldn't, shouldn't do. So she's pulling from two streams, no pun intended, uh, of, con- uh, of 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 an audience. And she felt like she needed to continually, continuously reward that audience by doing heightened stunts to keep people. Because if you if you start getting comments like you kind of already did that or like boring or something, well, you're going to have to keep upping it. Well, you hung from a cliff that was 16 feet. Well, the next time it better be 35 or you're not looking at me. And so there's a pressure financially. There's a pressure uh, just in terms of engagement. And this pressure leads to people continuously doing riskier, riskier stunts. And that's why, unfortunately, we we have a never ending flow of these kind of stories because people are being pushed just uh, by their own compulsions and then also by what their, their market is demanding. It's true. And I think what you really hit the nail on the head. And if you hear the airplane, we apologize, but clearly it sounds right. like some jets are about us. I was us. about to say like fighter jets. What's happening? Well, we are in Colorado and Colorado <laughs> right. Springs is that's where the Air Force. So, yes, yep. that, that's mm-hmm. that. Um, what you said struck me because you mentioned how people you mentioned two different streams, no pun intended, going to her Instagram account. It struck me because I know when people come to my Instagram account, I know yours is more comedy based. So you have more comedy fans going to you. But for me, it's like I can post pictures of me with my kids. I can post pictures with me at the movies. Like it doesn't matter. I'm not very brand specific. But when you're brand specific to your point uh, where you're hanging off a cliff, she's not going to get or she's not going to please her followers, so to speak, if she's posting a photo of her meal that night. Right. So she has to be cognizant of it. Now, uh, again, it ended up costing her her life. Her Her biography ironically says life should be fun, not dumb, not saying what she's doing. I mean, listen, I'm trying to be respectful here. I just don't think people should be doing these life defying stunts in order to get likes. That's what our whole podcast is about. I get it. I understand it. Who knows if she was making sponsorship money from it. So I understand the risk versus reward for her. Uh, But she did also at the time of her death, uh, her whole thing was about outdoor activities, kayaking, hiking. She had 6,000 followers on her Instagram alone. So I understand why she felt the need to do these things. Maybe it made her happy. Like, why do we give a pass? I'm not condoning it, but why do we give a pass to, let's say like motocross guys who are doing death defying tricks and stunts. And we say, well, they're they're, they're enjoying it. They love what they do, but maybe she really had some sort of adrenaline rush from doing this. And then people are now saying, well, you should not have done that. Right. You can't be pro X games where those guys are dropping into half pipes that go to the core of the earth and come back up. You know, it's super dangerous, but millions in sponsorship. I remember a quick, small story here, but I used to host a show called officially amazing about people that break Guinness book of world records and one of the first seasons we ever did it, there was a kid that was on those razor scooters that are now motorized everywhere, but it wasn't, it was just a regular one. And he was, uh, he did flips in the half pipe. And, you know, I didn't realize like how much money they made yet. This is pre, you know, uh, open sponsorship. And I remember talking to his dad and he just turned to me and he goes, I think the kid was 14, 15. He, he goes, yeah, we were arguing on the car over, uh, on the way over here. He wanted to buy a Lamborghini. And I said, he's not old enough yet. Like, but just said it so calmly. Well, look at Ryan Sheckler. Yeah. You remember that pro skater? I mean, I'm sure he's still doing it, but he was at like 19 years old driving around Lamborghinis. Right. 
it's it's crazy money and that that uh to 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 great to to quote the great rapper Scarface money is an issue and and uh money makes things happen and quite honestly if somebody throws enough money at my old ass I might be dangling over a cliff. If you, no, you like, seriously, I won't let you know. You it's know, not worth it. It's I, I, not I'm worth it. I'm being facetious a little bit. I but know. We I all know. understand that, like, when there when there's a big bag out there, right? It's it's hard yeah. to turn it down, especially when you're young and nothing bad has happened yet. You're right, and I will, and that emboldens you, absolutely, right? But I will say there is a difference, even though I definitely see the understanding of like you know people. If you're going to say this person's doing what they love, then you should apply that to Sophia as well. But I will say the amount of effort it takes to be any one of those pro BMX riders, motocross, any X Games, skateboarding. That's blood, sweat, and tears for years. Literally They're doing blood. eight hours a day as opposed yeah. to someone who's going on a hike and dangling. Right. So there is a difference as far as expertise and as far as the passion and commitment and, and determination it took to get to that level. So I just want to say that uh, no disrespect to Sophia, but I just want people to understand that perhaps she too was doing what she loved. It may not be on the same level as an X Games person, right. but uh, maybe that gave her some sort of an adrenaline rush. Makes me think of uh, Gigi Wu, who we oh talked about. Gosh, you know, Gigi Wu. Go watch that episode. Go please. watch Gigi Wu because that is uh, that was an expert climber who people just boiled down to like a hot bikini hiker, and that wasn't the case at all. Um, okay, so uh, just want to say uh, her last Instagram post, which was posted on July 9th, was just days before her death but what is beautiful about it she's relaxing at the beach and i think this is a nice image for i hope and somewhat cathartic for her friends and family because not only is it a beautiful image of her just relaxing in a peaceful place but it's flooded with wonderfully supportive rest in peace comments rest in power comments people that knew her that believe that she died doing what she loved so at the end of the day i do want to just cautionary tale don't do this it's not worth it um she should not have lo lost her life to do it but According to the people that knew her best, she died doing what she loved. Yes, but, you know, I, I think about the people no. she left behind, Sammy, and how difficult that must be on their friends. Because all I would do, and I know you, all you would do is beat yourself up. I knew we shouldn't have done it. It was overcast that day. We should have waited a day. I wish. And honestly, there's nothing that you can do to stop somebody from doing what they really love. I'm sure uh, you remember that old Evil Knievel guy that would yeah. jump school buses and yep. break every bone in his body. I'm sure he had some family members like, please stop doing this, but it was in him to do this. And when yep. somebody is a stunt person or a pro football player or what a boxer, can you imagine? You know, these things are, there've been people in combat sports since the Roman Coliseum. They're just some people that are just like, let's fight it out where me and you were like, I'm good, bro. True. True. It's something in your brain. Absolutely. And, you know, I will have to say, though, again, like I just want to separate the two of the people like the boxers, the MMA, like, they, yes, there's something in their brain, but they are dedicating their whole lives to it. It is a sport. It is an expertise. So I don't want to equate the two. I don't want anybody watching to think, oh, well, I'm on social media. I, this is what I love to do. I'm going to take those risks. It's not worth it. Now, I will give you uh, some sort of uh, listen. Are you responsible or is our culture responsible? Right. I think both are. I definitely think you need to be responsible for yourself and put it in check and say, okay, I'm relying too much on my social media to fulfill something within me and it could cost me my life or I'm dedicating so much time monitoring my social media that I'm not present in my life. I think those are all things that happen today that are real and we all need to self-evaluate the non-realness 
of social media. Right. It's not real. None of it is real. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that she enjoyed what she did, but again, like not worth it. It's, not worth it's it. It's hard, but when you find a community online and you feel ostracized from your community in real life, you start spending more and more time where you are. It, like, like, like the sit and cheers, go somewhere where everybody knows your name. If you walk around and go to McDonald's and no one looks at you, whatever. But if you log on to a chat room and everybody's like, Sam, where you been? How's your kids? I get it. What, you know, it's like, who's your loyalty going to be to? Yeah, that but are they going to, sh- did they show up to her funeral? That's, that's probably not. Probably. And I get it. Like I've been disenfranchised before. I've been in really low depths of despair in my life when I battled the depression where I would need those self-fulfilling yes. comments to make me feel seen and heard, but it, they're fleeting. They're not long lasting. So you got to work on yourself. And I also want to say too, before we move on to the next story, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, what would Sophia become? Would she become a mother? Would she become what her profession of evolved into something different, something more fulfilling? Was this just a, a stage in her life? We've all had those stages in our lives. So unfortunately that present and that allure of social media cost her her future. We don't know what her future would have been. We don't know if she would have spoken out against this later on. So I I find it to be very tragic. And again, use this as a cautionary tale and may she rest in peace. Um, Andrea is our, or or Andrea is our, is our next story. Um, So he had dropped his phone. Now this reminds me of the the man that went to Mount Vesuvius. Yep. Another episode. Check it out. He had dropped his phone right after taking a selfie and he wanted to grab it. Now we've heard this story many, many, many times. We have more episodes that we're, that we're going to cover. You think that you can just die from taking a selfie and losing your footing or your hand, but in re in reality, or your grip, I should say, but in reality, it can be something where you drop your phone and you go to retrieve it. And then it's that secondary step that costs your life. So this is recent. This is a handful of months ago. This was in August uh, of this year. He and his girlfriend, Sarah, were climbing a rock called Alternado. Now, this is in Razzo, Italy, and apparently it, 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 repre- it kind of like resembles an altar. And a lot of people go up there to take photos. And I went and I looked at the photos. It's glorious. It's beautiful. I understand the allure of it all. So what had happened was, is uh, in fact, his girlfriend, Sarah shared their last photo together. So you can see the photo before he dropped his phone and the photo is a beautiful photo. They're both very good looking. They look very happy. They look like that they're in love. And she actually called that photo, quote unquote, the cursed last photo together because she shared it. And then she put her account shortly after that on private heartbreaking. So, and in the photo, you see them kind of like up in the hill. Uh, Then I guess right after that moment, she said that he dropped his phone. And when he went to retrieve his phone, he slipped 650 feet. Six, that's, is that like a six-story building, 650 feet? It's got to be close. Uh, Producer Kelly, I'm sure we'll look this up. And how, how I, I can't imagine because that's one of those falls. And I'm not trying to be morbid here, but you have time to understand what's going on. You have that you, you would be conscious as that was happening. It's not like, you know, you hit your head on a rock, you went into the water, you, you suffocated and you drown and and that's the end of it. It, it. it will be a long process. It will be a long process probably just to retrieve the body, which is even more agonizing. I'll tell you about that. Yeah. So I just, I, you know, but, you know, and also you think about the extreme emotion because it's not that like this was something he did on a whim. 
this was something they planned. Obviously, it wasn't an easy hike, but it's worth it because of what you get to see when you get up there. And they were doing and they it together. Get it. Right. together. And I think that's what's different about this one. This isn't an influencer. I mean, he did have like a thousand followers. This isn't an influencer who's trying to get that crazy shot. This is somebody that wanted a pretty picture. Mm -hmm. I think we've all been guilty of that. Absolutely. Mark and I have been on hikes and there's a waterfall and we take a picture of us together by the waterfall. I guess either of us could have slipped, hit our head on a rock and then there we are as an episode of Dying for Likes. Right. Um, she's saying it's about 60 stories. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine what that poor yeah, girlfriend. Feet. That's PTSD right, right. there. I, honestly, the way I think about things with numbers is in sports. And when you said that, I, I thought about like uh, hitting a home run in the Major League Baseball Park is about 350 feet. So two Major League Baseball Parks, You, I mean- To witness that? Yes. If you've ever been on a, a stadium and just look to see where the outfield wall is- Oh it gosh. is far, homie. Right. And for him to have, it, it, it's unconscionable. For him to have fallen that, I can't imagine. And for her to witness that, that's an image. That's a scene that's going to replay in her mind for the rest of her life. I hope she's getting professional help. Long-term uh, help. Long-term long help. That is so sad. Um, also, I do want to say too that, um, you know, when she changed her account on private, apparently there's some articles out there that talk about how she herself has not only become a recluse. I mean, this is, I'm not even going to go there because it's about a month ago. All I can say is I wish her all the best. And to Al's point that she gets long-term help, you mentioned the rescuers. Yeah. So when this happened, I... I don't know how quickly they got there, but apparently a helicopter and rescue crews were able to get to him. Um, and they, uh, before even taking him to a hospital, they pronounced him dead at the scene. I mean, to Kelly's point, 60 stories. I right. can't imagine anybody surviving that. But just for her to be up there looking down, waiting for the helicopter to come, I, I can't imagine again, what those minutes, moments, hour, I don't know how long she had to wait, was like until she got the news that she probably believed uh, him to be dead on the scene. Um, and again, I feel like this is an especially an, a cautionary tale because I think we all can admit to, I'm not even saying a dangerous situation. I'm saying, so you go climb a hill, you take a, like, it's really easy to lose your footing on a hill. Yes. It's really easy to be like Mark and I were in, my husband were in Telluride and we took a beautiful hike near a waterfall what I was saying earlier could have really happened. I was saying it just off the cuff, like, oh, I could And now you started thinking about it like, whoa, yeah. yes. I could have easily slipped on one of those rocks. And if I would have fallen and hit my head on a rock, I could have died. Right. And honestly, we live in a world of conspiracy. And now people are looking at Mark like she slipped, huh? Oh my gosh. I you know, I mean, I did not honestly, even think how does about he that. Prove that. How does he prove that he didn't do that? Right. No one was there. Everybody, there was no witnesses. Because what would happen is there'd be a show who's similar to this saying, okay, guys, Sam was a division one uh, swimmer for UCLA. You're telling me that this coordinated human being right. that could swim in the water like a fish couldn't stand up for 10 seconds by herself. And look, momentum and social media and pressure on a police department to continue to investigate Sometimes they'll just be like, he did it just so you guys will stop emailing the station. Right. So, I mean, this, this it's there's so many things there's that so many things can like dip into this because people don't want to look at the reality that sometimes you just lose your damn footing. I can't it's believe you mentioned that it. because I don't know if there were any witnesses on this particular story with um, Andrea. Who knows? Maybe she was investigated. I don't know. I would only think that any law, to, law current, uh, depending on the jurisdiction, I don't know how it is in Italy, but I would only think to your point that any law enforcement office, uh, 
office before they knew the details, if there weren't witnesses that they would investigate. So that just feeling of, do they think I'm guilty? Do they think I pushed him? Do they... So those are elements that I never even thought of that I can only imagine applies to every single one of the stories we're going to do unless there are witnesses. Yes. I mean, um, vacation is one of those things where as somebody that was a comedian on Carnival Cruise Lines for two years, it's really dark at night. And if you're having problems with your spouse and you don't want to deal with blood spatter and getting rid of a body. Sometimes you just go up for a nice night and then all of a sudden it's you're, happened. You're, it's happened I've, a lot. I've watched lot. those on, yeah. on Dateline and all of that. Um, but again, I, this one is especially a cautionary tale because I think every single one of us has tried to just have a pretty picture with our, you know, loved one and it could happen to any one of us. So uh, the takeaway again is to really think about those, those photos, yeah. you know, are, are you being careful it, take a moment, take a breath and say, is it worth it? It sounds weird to say, Sammy, but it's it's great advice that only like I've gotten from road comics. And as a comedian that was on the road for years, I can give to everybody else. Whenever you are not in your hometown, you ain't from there, bro. And the people around know because you're not dressed right. You're not drinking the right beer. Hey, people in this city, we drink Bud Light. What, what's this Miller Light? Why are you drinking Fireball? We drink Jack here. And that translates to the outdoors. You're not from there. When you're an outdoors person, yes, you know, hey, uh, the sun's coming from the west. The storm's coming in. Hey, watch out that slick grass that can lead you right over there. Me and you were like, cool. Like, we don't, what do we know? Yeah, yeah we're like, yeah. send this to our co-host. We don't know because we're not from there. And when you are not from somewhere, you need to watch your steps. Watch who's looking at you if you're in a place with people and watch where you are if you're in. The, I, I, I'll never forget. This is a random story. I used to go to Costa Rica all the time. This is back when like flights were cheap. I, had a, I lived in Miami. My uh, ex-girlfriend lived in Costa Rica. So I would go at least once a month. And uh, we were staying in this small beach town. Like, And when I say like, this is not the Costa Rica that like your parents go to, where it's like you're at the Marriott in right. San Jose. This is a uh, whole town is on one generator. Lights go out at 10 o'clock. Uh, street lights, everything. Everything comes back on at like 6 a.m. And uh, I walked her to where we were staying. I was going to run to the corner store, which was through this rainforest, literally. And as I was coming back, first of all, just some street dogs started to follow. You know, like those Central oh, I, American street oh, dogs? I, yes, you adopted Bel- one, yeah. right, basically. Yeah, and when I was in Belize, I like housed many of them. Yes. But then at two in the morning, it would disappear. And I'd hear like wolf sounds from yes. like wild dogs everywhere. It was terrifying. These are not your mom's dogs. No. These are dogs' dogs. And like I'm walking through the rainforest. And the generator just went out and I was just in the rainforest with no lights, with random dogs following me. And this is like, I didn't have my cell phone with me because it didn't work. This is pre like being able to switch your phone plan. And I remember I was on a path and I was just like, if you look up, you're going to get disoriented. And I just followed the path that I was on and I got back to where we were staying. And I think she was like still trying to like, hey, like, hey, what's up? And I was so shaken because I was like, if I get off this path by a foot, it's going to send me. 90 feet the wrong way and i'm gonna just be in this in the costa rican rainforest little kid from cleveland i'm sure that's gonna work out great you got lucky yes no you got lucky oh my gosh you a guardian angel was watching pitch pitch black black. forest alone rainforest with with wild dogs yes so wow um to 
Al's point uh, that led into that story, your sound advice is know where you're at. Know where you're at, homie. Know where you're at. Yes. Uh, any, I know you just got back from Michigan. Yes. Any other comedy shows? Shout out to Grand Rapids. Had a great time. I will be at the Comedy Bar in Chicago, October 21st and 22nd. So come see me. and Come to downtown Chicago, right? Uh, Chicago in October. It's not going to be crazy cold yet. It's going to be, it's the best month to be in Chicago. Beautiful. So come Go on see out. Al. And then also check us out on uh, Daily Blast Live. Yes, and check out your uh, your IG as well. Oh, yeah. At Sam Shocker. It's just me and my fam having a good time. That's the best. And Sam's right going to be dressed like a, a folk singer that's retired to just play <laughs> bars now. Like, I don't want to do, I don't, don't want to do the big country music. I'm, I feel like that's selling out. I'm going to play. I'm Where's play my Rascals. acoustic guitar? Give me exactly. my guitar. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe, you like, you share, dying for likes, and we appreciate you. 